0: By positive. These are your hosts, Mari and Andy, And today we are driving. Yeah, it's a drive-by. It's a drive-by episode because we're funny. Um, we don't know how well the quality is going to turn out on this one, but we'll try. And today is a pretty special episode because we will be talking about perhaps one of the most 2019 defining TV shows of all time. <laughs> does that, <laughs> that does not even work, but you know what I mean. Like, it's a show that we have discussed many times on the podcast. It's a show that we've mentioned during our panels. It's a show that it's it's a great show. Yeah, <laughs> we, that we both love it for, for many reasons. And the show is Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah. So, for those who live under a rock okay. and are not appreciative of art, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend but is a CW show that recently ended, so you have no excuse not to watch and it. And it's on Netflix in Europe. Uh, it's also on Netflix but in yeah. the US. In the US now, now yeah. it is. True. yeah. Um, so, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was created by Rachel Bloom. Genius. Genius. <laughs> she b- basically, yeah, How do you explain the story of Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? I mean, there's a lot of ways
1: you can um, explain it. Yeah, Um, I don't know. It's if you like just focus on the storyline in the beginning. It's this, uh, you know, uh, very successful lawyer in New York, but also very unhappy, Um, and she. I don't even remember which one really he starts but basically she starts thinking about her uh, camp boyfriend when she was 15
0: or something she or runs 17. into him. yeah she runs into him in New yeah, York City true. yeah she runs into him and he declares that he's going to move to West Covina, California yeah because he, he
1: where he was actually from so it's a guy that she met at camp no she was maybe 17 it was her, her first love and she walks into him in New York she says it's uh, it's a sign my love, I'm, I'm designed to be with him but right there, he tells her that he's going back to his hometown. Hometown. West Covina, California.
0: And she basically... um, Follows him. She follows him. She flushes all her antidepressants down the drain, uh, quits her high-paying job, and decides to become a lawyer in the only law firm in West Covina, California. And the best part about the show, in my opinion, and that's because I'm a nerd, is that it's all a musical. Yeah, so the thing is... In the beginning, I don't know if you really understand that why,
1: but it's, it's basically because that's how the main character, uh, Rebecca, that's how she sees the world. And um, through musicals. She's a, she's a musical theater uh, nerd. Yeah. And, yeah, that's, that's
0: how she processes things in song and the things that we actually see on screen. Yep. And so the show has, what, about 200 and something original songs written for it? Um, They're like four seasons total? Four seasons total. Uh, About two or three uh, songs per episode. Um, Most of them pay homage to great artists or great musicals or great music genres. Yeah. Um, There's a fantastic number, for example, parodying Empty Chairs at Empty Tables from Les Mis, where a guy sings about his... Wife getting off with an electric toothbrush because he cannot satisfy her in the bedroom. Yeah, which actually is probably not an electric t- toothbrush, but he doesn't even know that. Yeah, no, he thinks it's an electric toothbrush. So you see why we love that show? Uh, um, and also because there's amazing bi representation. So there are actually two bi
1: characters um, yeah. on the show. Well, I mean, plus the main character is like
0: questionably straight. She's very questionably straight. But yeah. Um, but the one. The, the definitely out-by character is male, which is quite rare. His name is Daryl. He is the director of the law firm where Rebecca goes to work. So it's a little bit of spoiler because he's not out in the beginning. Yeah, but he, he comes out like three episodes in. Yeah. Um, and he comes out in the song. The song is called Getting By. And it's amazing. It's amazing. If you, if you don't want to watch the show, you can at least YouTube the song. You, you'll put the link. I will put the links, yeah. yeah. Um, So he comes out in song, and then he proceeds to have a wonderful relationship with uh, a gay man. Um, But, you know, the relationship is great, but then he realizes he wants to have another kid. The other guy doesn't want the kid. So he actually fathers a child on his own. He he is a surrogate. Um, He already has a kid from his previous marriage. Yeah, we kind of don't see her much, but they am in. I mean, I she
1: she reappears at these reappears, reappears, yeah. She's in here sometimes, like. And also, like the, the 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 show is very self conscious of so that kind of thing. They actually address it. Yeah, generally when. Yeah. And
0: so he gets the kid. He they break up with the other guy, and then he has a relationship with a woman. Yeah, and maybe we don't want to spoil like, the ending, but
1: it's true that they're taking the character in a direction that is not stereotypical. Yep. And it's very good portrayal, because it's also very sure of sexuality, yeah. that he knows that he's actually attracted to women, Yeah, he was in a marriage that I mean, it didn't work, but he was in this marriage for years, and then he has this other relationship with a woman, and, and he also has this very loving and great relationship with a guy that actually managed to... to uh, Stay friends, even yeah. after the breakup. Yeah, yeah, because they're coping very well with the whole situation, which is not that easy, Yeah. And then there's also a sort of
0: female bi character, even though it's never said on screen that she's bi. But it's quite clear, yeah. I think. Um, she starts off as Josh, the main character's crush's girlfriend, and she is your stereotypical okay, instructor. yoga instructor bitch. <laughs> um, which, by the way, she sings a song about how awesome she is at yoga, which is a gem. Yeah. Um, and she goes through a lot of character development. Her and Rebecca actually become friends. You're um, spoiling the entire show right I'm now. not spoiling the entire show. I think I'm, you yeah. know... But, it, I mean, she's... Yeah,
1: she's in a relationship with a woman. And it's just a loving relationship. It actually learns how to have a um, functional, healthy relationship with that woman. Because yeah. clearly before her relationship with Josh was really bad. Yep. Um, and, yeah, it's, it's nice. So it's never, she never says on screen that she's bi but also everyone is accepting... Yeah. Uh, I don't know why they never mentioned it. Is that because uh, she was like there was already the Daryl storyline, so just for storytelling purposes, they didn't want to overdo it, or because it leaves the door open? Um, I I would have loved um, for them to address it explicitly. Yeah. But also, maybe to open the label, no label, or the uh, maybe pan dialogue, mm-hmm. like saying okay. Um, that she might not identify as Vibe, as pen or something else Might have been interested to go that way But they didn't But the show is still great. Right.
0: Yeah um, So, yeah What can be said about Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? Why are we even talking about it? Because we've just been ranting about how awesome it is For the past, like, whatever, ten minutes The show is awesome for a variety of reasons Reason number one A fantastic way of portraying mental health issues Yeah um, Because you will have, like, probably um, guessed it. Yeah. Rebecca, the main character, she has a couple of mental health issues, most notably a personality disorder. Yeah. Uh, and honestly, like, we started watching this show when we were finishing our studies, and from season one, I was like, okay, uh, that's the that diagnosis. That's that's, uh, that's that could be diagnosable. Um, and and it's and it's actually very very
1: well done. It's very well Amazingly done. Amazingly well handled. Um, There's a couple of things I don't agree with, but again, not major. Yeah. Um, And I think it's mostly cultural differences. Yeah, and also the fact that, yeah, they call her crazy ex-girlfriend, but even that in the main title, in the songs, they actually address it. That it's a sexist term. And it's a sexist and uh, offensive term. But also it's, it's really explained why they're using it in a way. Yeah. And it makes sense, also because it's her journey of really thinking that she's crazy, basically, mm. to having a diagnosis, and owning it, taking responsibility, and and
0: healing. And, and finding her own path. The second reason is, of course, as we mentioned before, a great queer representation mm. um, in song, which is fantastic. Um, Nerd. <laughs> look, I love my musicals, okay? And uh, the third reason... Um, that I just had and I forgot Yeah <laughs> I'm thinking, hold I on I mean, we have,
1: we have like um, Globally great representation Yeah um, so Mental health uh, Queer mental health It's a very diverse car- cast Yep um,
0: It's pre- actually pretty culturally respectful And it's a address A couple of things also Oh yeah, and the third reason I just remembered Yeah The fact that this is the first show On network television To say the word clitoris Oh yeah that, for that alone, I mean, the show itself pushes the envelope quite a bit. There are, um, if you YouTube the songs, there are actually some songs that have a different version yep. on Rachel Bloom's private channel that didn't get past the censor, so they had to change a so few lines. the period sex one, was it
1: actually on, um, on no. there?
0: No. So, there was a song that they kept referring to. Called period sex Which is about You know Period sex Um But they Actually put their The network put their foot down And they said no But Rachel being Rachel They do sing it They do sing it And Rachel being Rachel She uploaded it on her YouTube channel Because the song was actually done And during the final special Which they aired right after the last episode It's a concert Like they actually give The cast Yeah So they sang
1: the the song And it was glorious Because like yeah the, The cast They're all um Actors, of course, but yeah. also Broadway actors or people who have an experience singing. And so, Skyler uh, Astin. And Skylar <laughs> Astin, yeah. Okay, we're like, like, yeah, it's a little, little. Okay, we will go back to that. Um, so they're actually all good singers, and they they sing their own songs, and it's 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 really really nice. Uh, and it's they mainly. There's the storytelling is very good. I don't know what to say. This Skylar Astin thing is is just because for. People
0: don't have no idea who Skylar Aston is. Skylar Aston is the dude from Pitch Perfect who was supposed to be the love interest of Anna Kendrick's character. Yeah, but no one. But that never him happened because, because Chloe. Because the Chloe. Yeah.
1: We stand. Um, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's the white. Like it's a, he's very. He's uh, not very memorable. No. Um, and he, he, uh, he appears in the last season because he takes a role that was uh, held by someone else in the first season, and what was the name of the actor? Santino, Santino Fontana. Santino Fontana, who is actually a Broadway actor, and didn't come back because he was on Broadway.
0: Yeah, for those who don't know, he actually uh, voiced Prince Hans from Frozen. Yeah. Another actor who played another one of Rebecca's love interests voiced Christoph, so... Here yeah. you go, <laughs> um, and so but um,
1: so they changed the actor for that character, and yeah, I mean it's done in the last season. It's actually pretty well done because they do they kind of, they make a lot of joke about it, and in the end I wasn't sold, but I have to say that the I hate everything about but you not everything about you but everything
0: but you uh, is here he, uh, he grew on me. Gonna last it. Oh no That song is amazing That song is literally Like my Ultimate love song Because <laughs> the character Hates everything But The character that he Sings the song to yeah. and I think it's beautiful in a very messy way. Um, yeah, I thought that was a sexy French depression. You yeah. are. There is also a song called "Sexy French Depression," which is filmed entirely in black and white, and uses some pretty appalling French. And uh, stupid, bitch. You're, you're stupid bitch, you you're in everything, you stupid, stupid bitch. You're in
1: everything, you stupid bitch, which is sung Celine Dion style. Yeah, and it's and it's it's pretty amazing. And there's also there's another song about darkness, and all of those songs are very. Um, on point when it comes to mental health issues, yeah, uh, and actually depression, uh, and and, and, and um, negative thoughts, invasive yeah. thoughts. It's it's pretty very very well done. So um, it's not a secret Rachel Plum has mental health issues. She has experienced things, not the diagnosis that the main character has, that Rebecca has, but she went through um, through therapy. She had some. Uh, she, she understands what she's talking about exactly
0: and also total addendum but speaking of Chloe, Brittany Snow actually appears oh, in the yeah. show oh, yeah. as one of Josh's girlfriends and she is given a song which is called Research Me Obsessively it's amazing it's amazing it's about what I think we've all done in this age of social media is stalk someone online, for days yeah. on end online and it's the most amazing thing ever <laughs> yeah um so, besides the wonderful songs, the amazing choreography, which, by the way, kudos to the, to the choreographer because she was alone and yeah. she choreographed the dances, the moves for all the musical numbers. And not all of the actors are actually dancers, so she managed to do a great job. Yeah. So, honestly, kudos to the entire cast, kudos to the production team. They created a peppy and mache ass yes. for one specific You, you know the song? I'm realizing what, what
1: kind of. Uh, uh podcast, are we there are three by characters in that show
0: Maya Maya is right. out she is out as by. that is true we completely forgot about Maya but to I be mean, fair she's, she's kind of forgettable she's a secondary character she's a secondary character but she's your typical millennial who comes to work as an intern at the law firm and she you know likes avocados and astrology and stuff <laughs> but and she's, she's a little bit forgettable but also she's a nice comic relief she had something
1: that she liked the to little plus sometimes it's a fun character Um, yeah it's a very
0: fun character there
1: are a lot of characters that are uh, well-rounded 3d characters and they actually change and evolve and they all have like some kind of ridiculous traits of course i mean it's a comedy yeah it's 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 made to it's hilarious it's yeah but they actually all evolve and they have like they tackle pretty
0: serious stuff All the while managing to pass through censorship lines like, Let me choke on your cocksuredness. Yeah. Which is, I'm, like, every time I think about that line, I just smirk. Yeah. Because, you know, the fact that they they put in all of these super innuendo y lines into all the songs and into the show itself, and they managed to get them past the censors because technically they weren't sexual. Yeah. Or you know vulgar in any way. So I think the fact that they managed to subvert the system and use the system against itself—that's like <laughs> the kind of anti-establishment <clears throat> stuff that I love. But, but, I mean, it's also the—it's uh,
1: also the story of queer representation in the media, mm. which was playing around censorship. Yeah. So they didn't have to do it for like the queer part, or maybe that's why they weren't that vocal called Bad Valencia yeah. and being by. I don't know. But yeah, they do have the tradition as well, and. It's just so fun. It's so positive because they. Some of the stuff are really dark, but it's always always funny. Yeah. Um, and
0: and there's a lot of hope. I think in there's this a show. lot of hope, and even though the show uses self-deprecating humor, it's still like it's relatable, you know? Because we all have those moments when we hate each other. Maybe not as extreme as Rebecca's, obviously, but. I think every can every every everyoney. Wow, everyoney is a new word that I just invented. Yeah. Everyoney, and I'm rolling with it. Everyoney can relate to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think I think just the fact that at least for for people like myself, like I grew up with shows like Glee mm-hmm. and musical theater for me was something extraordinary because in Ukraine it was still not common and for me that, you know a serious storyline could be expressed with a fun song not like opera because opera is depressing I'm sorry not always it's a little depressing Um, the fact that it could be expressed in a fun song you know I grew up with Grease and West Side Story and like Grease is very problematic and so is West Side Story come to think of it but you know what I mean like all of those things coming together in songs that are actually relatable and still shown as this beautiful like well-rounded musical with fantastic choreography to me, that's like a dream come true, and it's great because our listener now now that you you're signalling your turns. Yes, I'm signalling my turns because I am a good citizen, um, and
1: um, yeah. But I mean, I grew up with musicals and website websites. Sorry, as well. Not I mean, I'm not as much of a musical nerd as you are, clearly. Mm. <laughs> but I do enjoy it, and I also I mean grew up without presentation. But also, it was always so gloomy. And having something that positive, yeah, that's that's nice. Like Daniel coming out song is so positive. Mm. It's like all purple
0: and blue, and like it's very bi colors. Would you say that it's bi positive? It's
1: super bi positive. <laughs> uh, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, and um, and everything is is really well done. I have to say, although that I have a
0: therapist. The 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 therapist there is very relatable. Oh my God! There's a song that's literally called "This Session Is Going to Be Different," where she expresses her hope that her client will actually come through. Yeah. And we were like blessed, honestly. Yeah, because
1: sometimes, you know, (laughs) we can do whatever we want, but it's up to the client to go move forward. And sometimes it's just like maybe this time, maybe this time we actually go somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) And no. (laughs) Or sometimes it does happen, and it's amazing.
0: So, bottom line is, we actually recommend the show to our clients. We recommended it ad nauseum at CLAXicon when we talked about representation and mental health. Um, if you haven't seen the show, go check it out. Even if musicals aren't your thing, honestly, and, and just you know, do it. Don't stop at the first episode. Like, yeah. give it like
1: a few episodes.
0: Because the first episode is really the setup; it's the pilot. You know, you got to be introduced to the characters. Really get through a couple of episodes and. Get to the uh, Daryl's coming out, yeah. uh, and you'll see why the show is so awesome. So we basically just gave them free advertising. Yeah, I
1: think Rachel, we... can
0: you do something for us? Oh, the show has already been canceled. So, yes, okay. but <laughs> dear Rachel Bloom, if you want to like talk to us in an interview, we would love it. Also, if you could write a song for us, that would be great. We need a new theme song. Yeah, <laughs> but anyways, we, do like her. we never know what to happen. That is true. So, anyways, go check out the. Um, the the show and also let us know if you want us to do more like explicitly just like one show recommendation episodes we can absolutely do that that makes our job a lot easier (laughs) Um, but if you're looking for something to watch you need to check out our friends at Let's Watch TV. Yeah. Because they have an amazing database of queer, female, and non-binary, female-aligned characters. Yeah, we're going to link that We will link well. them. They are amazing because they made statistics work for fandoms. And that is a challenge um, so go check them out and, and they uh, reference
1: not only American TV shows but also other TV shows also other TV and shows, the yeah. characters and you have a search engine
0: and if you don't know what to watch and what kind of presentation you want to see you could just go on their website and and it even tells you if the characters die or not yeah, which you know sometimes bury your gaze is not a good thing yeah. well it's never a good thing they did they, t- they tell you everything like they, they counted the tropes
1: and like, it's, it's an amazing job. Uh, We have an interview an an episode where we
0: interviewed them. Yeah, it's Uh, a couple of episodes back. Many episodes back. uh, (laughs) But go check them out because they've done a tremendous amount of work and they're doing this for fun. So, like, please go support them as much as you can. Um, And we will talk to you in two weeks. We'll we'll come back with an interview. Yeah, I mean, hopefully. Hopefully. (laughs) Um, We're not promising anything. But, um, yeah, have a good week, and uh, don't forget to follow us on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Twitter. Bye!